does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and what a tremendous night it has been and continues to be. Championship Saturday night, and we have some great games to talk about. Right now, though, the man who has all those scores, he's your best friend. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. It's a pleasure to be with you and Kylan Talley tonight in sectional championship Saturday night, so let's get to some of those scores, get to college basketball as well. A very busy day in the state of Indiana in terms of hoops. And Class 4A East Chicago Central advances in the IHSAA Boys Basketball State Tournament in the East Chicago Central sectional. That's because they defeat Munster by 4, 56 to 52. One of a few overtime games happened in Mishawaka between South Bend Riley and Mishawaka. Two points separates the Winner from the loser, Mishawaka's season continues. South Bend Riley Falls, 45-43. to Chesterton in Crown Point. It was all Crown Point. Blowout victory, 68-36 to in the Chesterton sectional. In Elkhart, Warsaw and Penn, 12-point winner for Warsaw, 46-34. to East Noble, it was two Fort Wayne teams going at it in that sectional. Fort Wayne Snyder and Fort Wayne North. And it was North defeating Snyder. By nine, 66 to 57. In the Homestead sectional, they fall in their home gym by 10 points to Fort Wayne Wayne, 76 to 66. Marion falls to Kokomo in the Lafayette Jeff sectional. Number four, Kokomo, 79. Marion, 54. Dominant win for Kokomo tonight. Noblesville, this one comes down to the wire between one of the best teams in the state in Fishers. Noblesville falls by two, 49 to 47. Noblesville misses a three as time expires in the final seconds. Fishers moves on. You can see the video of that one and how it ended on our Twitter page at IND Sports Talk. You can also use the hashtag IST if you have any videos from tonight. Greenfield Central Sectional, they fall to New Pals 60 to 48. The Palestine Dragons, they will move on to the regional action next weekend. Lawrence North sectional featured Lawrence North in Indianapolis Cathedral. 14-point win for Lawrence North, 75-61 to over Cathedral. Ron Colley's season comes to a close at the hands of Ben Davis in the Southport sectional, 50-32. to Ben Davis moves on. And Terre Haute South, Terre Haute North, and Avon played. It was an 8-point victory for Avon, 49-41. to in the Bloomington North sectional, it was all Center Grove over Martinsville. They win by 41, 71 to 30. East Central falls in their home gym in the East Central sectional to Franklin, 41 to 34. Seymour sectional featured Jeffersonville and New Albany for the sectional championship, 75-58 final score. Jeffersonville moves on. New Albany season comes to a close. Evansville North will round out the 4A sectionals featuring Jasper and Evansville-Harrison. 49-33 final score. Evansville-Harrison defeating Jasper. In 15 minutes, I'll get you the 3A sectional championship games. College basketball, Purdue up 67-60 right now in West Lafayette. Six minutes to go. 
Boilermakers leading scorer, none other as expected. Zach Eady nearing another 30-point game. He's got 29 points and a nine rebounds. Braden Smith has made all four of his three-pointers. He has 17 points and eight boards. Fletcher Lawyer also with 15. He has drilled four three-pointers. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish, they win tonight against Clemson 69-62. to The Fighting Micah Shrewsbury's have won four of their last five games. They were leading scored tonight. Marcus Burton, he had 21 points. Next up for the Fighting Irish on Tuesday, they go on the road to take on the North Carolina Tar Heels. That is at 7 o'clock. Halftime in Evansville. Southern Indiana, the Screaming Eagles trailing the Southeast Missouri State Redhawks 34-28. to That is at intermission. Earlier today, the Butler Bulldogs with a dominant road victory over the DePaul Blue Demons. They've had a struggling season, had the DePaul Blue Demons. They are 0-18 in conference play. Butler wins 82-63. to DJ Davis had 24 points for the Butler Bulldogs. They are now 17-13, 8-11 in Big East play. They next have Xavier Wednesday night. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. In the midst of all the sectional action, let's talk some college basketball. John Herrick from the IU Network, Sports Network, joins us. IU, Maryland, tomorrow. John, thank you so much for taking time. And um, all these games are important this time of year, John. doesn't matter who you are, what level you're playing. Month of March means you need to win games. Yeah, yeah, Bob. And, you know, Mike Woodson said it even with six games left that Indiana had to win all of those. Then, unfortunately, they would drop the next two. However, massive win uh, on Tuesday night and one of the most bizarre evenings uh, of my career when the fire alarm went off and uh, we, we stayed on the air and then we were about to leave and then they said no 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 you can stay and then they found out it was it was all clear anyway that was bizarre let's hope that doesn't happen on Sunday at Maryland right um, but you know because Maryland's already good enough on their home floor they don't need the help of a fire alarm they're uh, they're 11 and 5 in home games this year I know they've struggled this year their record is Almost identical to in almost identical to Indiana's at 15 and 14 overall, and Indiana's 15 and 13. You might remember Indiana won earlier this December against Maryland by 12, mm-hmm. 65 to 53, a game where they led by 23, but Maryland came back and made the game kind of interesting at the end. But you got to be on your A game when you play at Maryland. You have got to be. Um, on your A game, you've got to be sound defensively. And I think that's where Indiana's going to get – they've got to get back to continuing to do what they did against Wisconsin. I think when they are sound on the defensive end, right. uh, they right. can stay in any game and play with anybody. And I think that's probably what they've been preaching uh, all week as, as they get ready uh, for this game. I used to always get really concerned about playing a team we've already beaten – earlier in the year and having to go to their place and play the second game. That is a, that's a, that's a tough, tough situation for anyone to be in. And especially a, a team like IU that with the exception of Tuesday just hasn't been playing well. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's look, it's hard. I, I understand it, but you also go back to Tuesday and think, well, look, they got to win. You got to feel better about yourselves. You got hopefully more confidence. I'm not sure one game is momentum. We'll find out, but you have to feel good about this ball game. But again, wary of a very uh, dangerous opponent in Maryland at their place. 
Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing, Bob, as I've been studying up on this game, Maryland averages about six made threes a game. Um, that's about three fewer than about the nine threes a game that Indiana gives up on average. And as you've probably noticed, Indiana has struggled not only making the three, but but giving up three-pointers. So that's going to mm-hmm. be a big key in this game. Can Indiana figure out a way to run uh, the Maryland three-point shooters off of the three-point line. They're going to have to figure out a way to stop Jameer right. Young. He averages 21 points a game. And then Julian Reese is another problem. He averages 15 a game over the last 10 games for Maryland. So I know Maryland's record doesn't look that impressive, but at mm-hmm. Maryland, they are never an easy out. No, not at all. IU Maryland tomorrow. The man who will be part of the network broadcast, our friend John Herrick. John, thank you for squeezing us in. I know you're busy. Have a safe trip, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, Bob. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Sectional action tonight. The uh, Park Tudor Panthers win their sectional. They beat... Lutheran tonight, 49-46, a very happy Tim Adams joins me. Timmy, you can't believe how unbelievably happy I am for you and your guys. I I think you understand, but let me just tell you, I'm enormously proud of you, and I'm so happy for you. Uh, It's hard for me to maintain uh, a little. (laughs) You can understand how hard this is for me. You know, um, Coach, you know exactly who's really proud of us right now. Um, I know that. I absolutely know that. Yes, there, I there do. Were some emotions, there were some emotions after the game with the family, and, and he was watching. He was there with us, and, and he helped us pull through a really tough tough game tonight that we knew was going to be tough, and, and um, it should be, right? To win a championship is not right. supposed to be easy. Right. Well, as we mentioned last night, it's a team that beat you in a similar circumstance a year ago, and you have that, and you, you're, you know these are young kids; they're supposed to look beyond it. But hey, university's good, and um, you've got it's that whole concept of learning how to win. You got to learn how to win championships, and your guys were tough enough to do it tonight. No doubt, we we knew what we were going to get tonight, and and university is a good team. You're right, coach, and, and we knew that, and. Uh, you got to give them credit. They did a really good job. They had a good game plan. Um, you know, they, they hung around, and and we couldn't get it past four or five points for a while. But I will, I'll tell you what, I couldn't be more proud of our guys and how resilient they were on a night that we mm-hmm. didn't shoot the ball well and stayed together and fought through some tough some uh, tough times. I need you to hang on, Tim, because uh, I'm up against a break. Uh, I need you to hang. Hopefully you're with the family, so give them my best. Hug them, kiss them, tell them how much I love them. And we'll come back and talk more about your big win, okay? We'll be back after this Scobert update. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm at a garrison. A brief update from West Lafayette before I, I get you those 3A sectional boys basketball championship scores. Six points is what the Purdue lead is currently, 73-67. to 67, Two minutes left. Zach Eady up to 31 points and 11 rebounds. He's nearing that record as the all-time leading scorer in Purdue basketball history, looking to break the record of Rick Mount. 
So let's get back to those high school basketball scores. Class 3A, the Tippecanoe Valley sectional 35-30 is the final score between John Glenn and Tippecanoe Valley, and John Glenn wins by five. South Bend, Washington, they put up 81 points in their dominating victory over South Bend Clay, 81-47. to 50-39 is the final score in the Lakeland sectional championship game featuring Northwood and Fairfield, and Fairfield is victorious today. Woodland, Leo, and Fort Wayne Concordia is in the Woodland sectional. Four points separates the winner from the loser tonight, and it is Fort Wayne Concordia moving on to next week with the win over Leo. In the Frankfurt sectional, Twin Lakes and West Lafayette were the two participants in the championship game. 45-43 final score coming down to the wire in West Lafayette moves on. In Mississinema sectional, they fall at home to Peru by 4, 48-44. Newcastle sectional does not feature Newcastle, but it's Yorktown and Delta. 11 points is the margin of victory for Delta, 55-44. to In Lebanon, Tri-West and Danville, and Danville takes down their rival, 57-49. to For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. We resume our conversation with Tim Adams, the head coach at Park Tudor in the Sheridan sectional. Park Tudor wins that one uh, in an impressive fashion. They beat University 63-56. All right, Timmy, tell me how you did this. Uh, man, Coach, we uh, we had three guys in double figures tonight. Um, I'll tell you what, we had three starters in foul trouble early and our guys coming off the bench did a heck of a job of stepping up mm-hmm. and, and doing their job. And so, um, you know, we had, we had our senior, um, come on Washington lead us with 15 Hudson Horvath jr. Had 14 and Eli Bennett, our junior five man had 13. And I couldn't be more proud of the guys coming off the bench and, and giving us a lift. Well, Again, it's a tremendous win for you and your kids. You kind of felt it. like this group could uh, could win a, ch- a championship, did you not? We did, and, and we talked about, you know, we, we had a meeting about a month ago with, with, with our guys and talked about how special of a group this can be if we can do some things that, that we've been working mm-hmm. on and come together as a group. And uh, I'm not surprised. I'm just extremely proud of um, their buy-in and how connected right. they are and how resilient this group is. Well, celebrate. You need to. Uh, again. <laughs> we're we're going to try. I'm worn out, Coach. It's hard. <laughs> I, listen, I, I understand. Uh, hug your wife. Hug your baby. Uh, give you mom and your brothers my best. Uh, yeah, I will tell Penny. She will share in the excitement. I, I Again, I, uh, it's an emotional night, I'm happy Coach. for you. I can tell you that much. I'm happy for you. Uh, and for yeah. my own well-being, I, I need I need to go to another call. Timmy, good luck. I appreciate <laughs> I the call. All right, I love you, you too. Thanks. Thanks so much. Andrew Smith from New, the New Palestine Radio Network joins me. This is one of the this is one of the great matchups uh, of the night. New Pal and uh, Greenfield Central uh, in sectional action. New Pal with the win. Tell me about this basketball game uh, because, in my mind, this was one of the marquee matchups uh, of the entire night, uh, Andrew. Yeah, it was. And this sectional was just a uh, 
war of attrition between right. really six teams that could have easily won that tournament. It, it was so evenly matched with so many really good teams. But I think the two best were New Palestine and Greenfield. And they met tonight. And New Pal wins its fourth sectional in six years. Denies Greenfield Central its first in 26. And it was a game that Braylon Mullins, Greenfield Central's leading scorer, their top player, a guy who's getting a lot of high major looks. Unfortunately tonight, he was hampered a little bit with a back injury. He ended up missing a significant part of the first half. And in his stead, Brady Robertson and Dallas Freeman picked up for him, and they scored 27 points between them. Greenfield Central took a lead after one on a three-pointer by Freeman, but Evan Dara, sophomore for New Pal, comes off the bench, scores six points in back-to-back possessions. That launches an 11-0 run. Julius Gizzi followed that up with a mm-hmm. three-pointer as well. New Pal took the lead for good midway through the second, pushed it as high as 10 early in the third, and then you thought you might have a Willis-Reed moment. Braylon Mullins came back from mm-hmm. the locker room with about five minutes left. He had a pull-up three at the end of the third to draw Greenfield Central within five. And you thought the Cougars might be making a little bit of a comeback. They got it as close as three a couple of times, but Ben Slagley had a big three-point play on one of those. And Julius Gizzi scored 13 of his 31 points in the fourth quarter for New Palestine that allowed the Dragons to uh, to hold off the Cougars and win this one by 12, 60-48. The final score belied how mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. the game was. It was a... New Palestine was in the lead from the midpoint of the second quarter on, but it was typically a four to eight point game most of the way, and the Dragons were able to put it away at the free throw line. As we mentioned, Julius Gizzi, the state second leading scorer in the regular season, he had 31 tonight and scored 21 of those in the second half. Ben Slagley had 10 and played really well. Austin McMahon didn't score a lot for New Palestine, but he's the guy who guards the opposing team's best player and right. he really frustrated Braylon Mullins tonight. And uh, Mullen scored nine points all in the second half, trying to will his team back. But uh, it's the Dragons victorious. They're now 22-5, and five, headed for a regional date with Ben Davis next week. I just like the emotion of this whole thing. The place is jam-packed. These are two really good teams, conference members. You know, they know each other. And then the whole deal with Mullins I mean, leaving the floor and come. I was following it you know, on, uh, uh, on Twitter, or excuse me, on X, and I see it, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, without him, what are they going to do? You know, just the ups and the downs. Well, what a tremendous night of basketball. Yeah, it was. The place was packed 30 minutes before tip-off. Right, right. Anybody who says Hoosier Hysteria is dead needs to come back (laughs) and uh, see this game. And you've got two rivals and long, long long-time rivals that are both really good playing for a championship. And it was a tremendous atmosphere tonight. And Greenfield Central is a lot more than Braylon Mullins. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. But they had a couple of other guys, uh, in, in especially Freeman and Robertson, really pick up the slack tonight. And they had a lot of guys hit some big shots. It's just that New Pal's big three was just a little bit better tonight. And Moses Haynes right. is a guy I didn't mention earlier. He's their point guard. He scored four points tonight, but he had at least eight or nine assists. And he's among the state leaders in assists. And he did a great job of finding people inside for open shots in the middle of Greenfield Central's 3-2 zone. And he was kind of an unsung hero tonight, even though he didn't score a lot. Same with Austin McMahon's defense. And um, and it was a game you could just kind of feel New Palestine finally got control of it and had it put away with about two minutes to go. And 
the there's always that feeling on Saturday night when a team has it won and they realize it. The uh, the emotion in the gym at that right. moment is really pretty special. And I know it happened in 64 sites tonight, but uh, certainly was there, especially knocking a team from the ranks of the unbeaten as well. That's the sure. second time New Palestine's done that on an opposing team's home floor. They did that uh, at Richmond about a month and a half ago as well when the Red Devils were unbeaten. So it's another big win for this New Palestine team that's uh, you know, 22 and five against a really, really right. tough schedule. It included five sectional champions this year. And Julius Gizzi uh, is a guy who can just flat out score. And they've got a lot of pieces around him that play their roles really, really well. And it's just a very good, well put together basketball team. Here's the scary right. thing New Palestine, one senior. Greenfield Central, wow. two seniors. And wow. one of them doesn't play a whole lot. And also, Mount Vernon in this sectional. Their team had one senior and is mostly sophomore right. laden. They're right. one of the top teams in the state as well. And, you know, New Pal beat them with four seconds to go on Tuesday, then beat Pendleton Heights on a buzzer beater last night just to get to Saturday night. So this is a field that's going to be loaded for uh, another year because these teams are all un- underclassmen laden. Right. Andrew Smith from the, the uh, New Palestine Radio Network, New Pal, over uh, Greenfield Central tonight, 60-48. to 48. Thank you, Andrew, for the call. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks. You too. David Ehaw joins me from the Ball State Radio Network. Cardinals lose to Western Michigan 78-76. David, a uh, very difficult loss. Let's start out. we got a minute here, so let's start out. This is a tough one. It's a crazy ending, but it's a, a tough loss for the Cardinals today. Well, it's an extremely tough loss. Bob, I've been doing this a long time. The absolute craziest ending to a basketball game <laughs> that I have witnessed. The video right. is out there. It's gone viral. Oh, I saw There's it. No yeah. Doubt. Right. I mean, just <laughs> incredible. And the ramifications are huge. You know, the Cardinals battling to get into that number eight spot, which would mean a right. trip to the MAC tournament. And uh, with the loss, now the Cardinals are two games behind with only two to play. And, um, you know, it's going to come down to some tiebreaker scenarios, but a heartbreaking loss. Cardinals were 12 down with eight minutes to go, battled back to force overtime. And Mickey Pearson, Cardinals are down two. He gets fouled with 1.6 on the clock, three free throws for the max second best free throw shooter, 86%, misses the first, hits the next two, high game. They throw it the length of the court. Hey, David, 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 I hate, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a per no no, that's a perfect tease. And that's why it's the great time to do it. We'll be back after this scoreboard update. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates. I'm Eddie Garrison, West Lafayette, Purdue, and Michigan State. The Boilermakers and the Spartans in the final seconds. Ten to go. Purdue leading by six. They've got the ball. 80-74 to 74 is the current score. Zach, 80, 32 points and 11 rebounds. But Braden Smith has come up big. Nine rebounds, but he's got four threes on four attempts. 
23 points, only missing three shots for the Purdue point guard. They look to improve to 26-3 and and win the Big Ten Conference once again for the 26th time in school history in Division Three men's basketball. Second round of the tournament, Trine advances. They win 76-70 to over Coe. Congrats to Trine on the victory in what is looking to be March Madness and a Cinderella run for them. Division Two basketball, Paul Corsaro joined the program earlier. University of Indianapolis' head coach recapping their 91-69 to win over McKendree. UND finishes the regular season 21-7, and 17-3 in the GLBC, and they go back-to-back as conference champions. Jesse Bingham led the Greyhounds in scoring with 26 points. Jarvis Walker added 20. GLBC championship next week starts on Thursday for the Greyhounds. They will take on, ironically, McKendree once again. College basketball scores elsewhere. The IUPUI Jaguars fall to the Cleveland State Vikings tonight, 75-66 to to conclude their regular season. The Jags finish 6-25-2-18 in the conference, and they will play Cleveland State again in the Horizon League tournament starting next week. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. Glad you could join us on Indiana Sports Talk. Big, big night uh, of basketball. You know, championship Saturday. How can it How can it not be any better than what this is? David Ehaw from Ball State joins me. All right, we're at the free throw line. We make two. We tie the game. And now, take me through the end, okay? All right, Bob. So 1.6 on the clock. High score, Western Michigan has to go the length of the court. Think of the old Christian Leitner. You've got a guy posted at the top <laughs> yeah, of the key. Yeah. They throw it all the way down the court. Inexplicably, nobody touches it. The ball bounces once right into the hands of a player that broke from the corner, and he lays it in essentially a bounce that leads to a lob. And at the buzzer, Western Michigan wins the game by two points. Absolute insanity. Oh, my. I mean, and and listen, you're sitting there sideline. You got a microphone in your face. I don't even know what you can say. I I said, oh, my, I think was the first thing I got out. And, I mean, it's just – it's remarkable, right. and I guess that's why right. sports is the greatest reality TV ever because <laughs> you just never know. And, you know, you look at the replay, Mason Jones just missed. You know, if somebody just touches the ball, the clock runs out, And uh, mm-hmm. but that's why you play till the final buzzer and uh, <laughs> just an absolute heartbreaker. And uh, uh, as I said, man, there's no question that's going to be the sports center play of the day. And, and uh, it really it, it's emblematic of when you hit the month of March. Uh, right. Because just right. when you think you've seen it all, uh, that will top it. And now, as you point out, down two, they are up against it at this particular point. Yeah, I mean, they really are. They, they play two of the teams ahead of them. But that said, and and it's going to come down to tiebreakers um, when you're two right. games behind, right. and and there's so many different scenarios. So I I haven't even seen from the MAC if it's possible 
um, that the Cardinals are still alive. They do have Kent State at home and then a Friday night game at Bowling Green. But, but Bob, mm-hmm. and we talked about it last week, that's why this game was so critical. A win right, today right. would have given them the uh, the edge over Western Michigan because it would have been their second win. So, um, crazy. Uh, give credit to Dwayne Stevens <laughs> and his ball club. They came in and uh, played a heck of a defensive game and 19 offensive rebounds today, and, and that wow. was the difference. You know, Cardinals got initial stops, but when you give up 26 second-chance points, it's it's demoralizing, and mm-hmm. uh, that was by far the difference in the game. Say something wrong, you know, something uh, you're not allowed to say because of the moment. You know, in the moment, you you react rather than think. And I'm glad for you. Thank goodness you, you played it straight. I'm happy for you. I'm sorry for the Cardinals. I'm sorry for Michael. But uh, for you, you got through it. David Ehoff from the Ball State Network. Ball State losing to uh, Western Michigan 78-76 in overtime. Thanks a lot, Dave. Have a great weekend. Okay, Coach. Thanks. Dave Sockle joins me from uh, – Dave Sockle is with me from uh, – hold on, Dave. Uh, Southern Indiana Sports Productions. Yeah. Scottsburg beats Silver Creek tonight, 64-59. Thanks for calling me last night and tonight, Dave. I was trying to f- read my notes and figure out what I'm trying to do. But Scottsburg beats Silver Creek, 64-59. All right, tell me how Scottsburg – and Scottsburg's played awfully, awfully well all year long. Looks like they uh, continue to play well tonight. Well, they could be uh, there at the field house in four weeks. They played that well. They've mm-hmm. got uh, a senior-laden class, and uh, the uh, two leading scorers really stepped up. They've got a couple of kids, Cody Clancy and Jack Miller. They combined for 50 of the 64 points. Uh, Clancy had 27, and Miller had 23. And uh, it was one of those kind of games to where they'd get out about 10 and in the second half up to 13-point lead, and here comes Silver Creek right back, and it would get it down mm-hmm. to, well, as much as four points there in the fourth quarter. However, uh, good free throw shooting, good defense, uh, and I think just that senior leadership led the way for the uh, Warriors tonight, and they won for the 21st time and uh, will advance to the uh, regional. I believe the talk there, I haven't seen anything, but I think they'll take on Batesville. I'm not for sure. I know Batesville played Lawrenceburg. Maybe you guys have that. But uh, nonetheless, uh, hey, the Scottsburg team is going to be a hard out. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've got, uh, like I said, senior leadership, uh, they right, play hard, right. and uh, let me tell you, they're big. They're uh, six nine, six six, six four, six four, and uh, they uh, uh, play uh, a, a game that you would not think a team that big would be able to play. But they could get up and down the court, and uh, it, it was, it was. Uh, but, but Silver Creek hung in there, and you got to give a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. To the Dragons, they're real young. They have uh, just a couple of seniors uh, that will be graduating, but they've got most of their points coming back, and they've got a, a real good look at uh, freshman by the name of uh, Brandon Hunter, and there's some other sophomores that go around him. Uh, this Cason uh, uh, Dagan, he led to Silver Creek with 19 points tonight, and uh, again, uh, they're going to be something uh, of. Uh, 
a team come here in the next couple of years for uh, the folks there in Sellersburg. But tonight, it was Scottsburg. And again, uh, I-, I talked to some of the kids after the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, nothing like winning the sectional championship of the state of Indiana <laughs> on your home court. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. And of course, obviously, Scottsburg, it's a small town. Uh, you right. know, the fire right. truck was there taking them around town. They were already, when we were leaving, right. they were already setting up for the big pep right. rally yet tonight. And uh, it's what Hoosier hysteria is all about. And again, it uh, was packed 3,500 there in the pressure cooker, the Charles E. Meyer Gymnasium. And uh, what makes uh, Indiana High School basketball special from anywhere else in the whole world? Couldn't say it any better. Dave Sockel from Southern Indiana Sports Productions. Scottsburg beats Silver Creek 64-59. Dave, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, Coach. At the uh, Lutheran sectional tonight, Greenwood Christian wins it. Uh, very impressive win for them there. They they uh, win the sectional tonight. Jackson Williams joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations to you and your guys on a uh, – is this a – it's an impressive win for you and your kids, and I congratulate you. And you know I'm unbelievably happy for you and your kids and for your family. What a great night it is for the Williams family. Hey, thank you, Coach. Our kids did an awesome job tonight, and it, it was just an unbelievable game by both teams and such an awesome team effort from our kids. All right, so take me through this. Is it is it close? Is it closely played all night? Yeah, it was pretty much back and forth the whole night, and, uh, you know, Lutheran's pressure was just unbelievable. They are they are awesome uh, defenders, and and so we really were trying to handle that pressure mm-hmm. the whole night. It was just kind of back and forth, and we had some guys come up big and hit some big shots down the stretch. So big shots down the stretch. It's a three point win, forty nine forty six. Tell me, is it a buzzer beater? No, we ended up uh, we ended up getting fouled with uh, mm-hmm. about 20-some seconds to go, up one. And my senior guard, Max Boer, went to the line and hit both free throws. And it was kind of bittersweet because uh, – or just real sweet this year because last year we had the same moment and Max was at the line wow. and ended up missing last year. And he has absolutely worked his tail off this entire right. year to get back here to this game. And it was just awesome to see him hit the – you know icing free throws that's great yeah all right i need you to hang on through this scoreboard update can you do that we'll do perfect we'll come back talk some more basketball championship saturday on indiana sports talk whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about cascali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if cascali is right for you this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates. I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's round out the Class 3A sectional championship scores in Owen Valley, Edgewood, and Northview. Seven-point winners was Northview, 60-53. to Garen Catholic finished in double overtime, 75-74. This is how it sounded with Garen Catholic capturing the double overtime victory on IHSAA-TV. It's true, and they're also, they are under Brabuff's basket, so... They will not have to go the length of the court. Inbounded 
by Howes. He's trying to toss it up. Nobody's there. Clock hasn't started yet. He's got it ripped away. Tossing it backwards. Tipped. Unbelievable scenes at Garen Catholic. They've pulled it off. No whistle. Hearts and feet. This one's over. An unbelievable ending. Garen Catholic saves it for going out of bounds on the sideline. Over the head. No look pass toward the basket. Only one Garrett Catholic player there and lays it in as time expires. Garrett Catholic 75 for Buff Jesuit 74 in double overtime. And Beach Grove, Indianapolis, Washington captures their first sectional championship since 1995 with the 67 to 48 win over Crystal House. Greensburg sectional features Batesville and Lawrenceburg 44 36. The final score. Batesville season continues. Lawrenceburg season comes to an end. And the Scottsburg sectional, they win over Silver Creek 6. 65 to 59 Princeton they fall in their home gym 53 to 43 to Southridge and rounding out the sectional three championship scores Evansville Memorial and Evansville Bossy 72 63 Bossy with the win Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We resume our conversation with Coach Jackson Wheeler from Greenwood Christian Academy. They win the Indianapolis Lutheran sectional 49-46. All right, Coach, um, great, great job again. Who were your stars again? Tell me who plays well tonight. Well, we ended up, we were led by Max Booler in scoring with 17 and Evan McIntyre as well with 17. And Evan came off the bench tonight and has been uh he was he went out early this year with an injury and battled his way back and uh ended up being able to play this week in the sectional um noah reed our point guard had nine points and ran the team really well Mm -hmm. tonight great job taking care of the ball and distributing and then uh we had some big stops by jordan tallman and ali ucise uh, just able to play some unbelievable defense on Lutheran's uh, super talented players tonight. All right. Do we know uh, who we might play next week? Uh, we play Oldenburg Academy. OA with a big win. Outstanding. All right, Coach. Congratulations. Jackson Wheeler from Greenwood Christian Academy. Uh, big win tonight and win their sectional. I appreciate it. Give my best to your father and your mom, and I'm so happy for you. Good luck next week. Will do. Thank you, Coach. You're welcome. Thank you. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. He has the game not only of the night and the entire year and for quite a while, I believe, five overtimes at the Lagodi sectional tonight. Bar Reeve beats Orleans. Let me say it again. Five overtimes. Bar Reeve 75-67 winners over Orleans. David, I know you're a young man, but uh, that is the most unbelievable game you're ever going to be experienced with. Well, it's funny you say that, Coach, because when I was a junior or actually a sophomore in high school, North Harrison and West Washington played each other. I was on the West Washington bench as the team statistician. That game went into five overtimes as well. So this tied the record for most overtimes I've ever seen in person. And it was a classic, a sectional championship. You typically don't see it at this time of the year. Mm -hmm. But these these teams went to triple overtime three months to the date that they played in Mm -hmm. Montgomery. Mm -hmm. And that was a defensive battle. And then tonight – it was a defensive battle, contrary to the final score, but it went on for so long, and Bar Reef pulled away late. They got a layup that gave them the lead, and then Ian Hall for Orleans missed it on a drive. He had a drive down the left side. He tried to go underhand. He just missed it off the back rim. Bar Reef got a breakaway layup, and 
basically turned what was a two-point lead from a four-point lead to a six-point lead, and that pretty well did the dogs in at that point. But I mean, you got to give Josh Thompson's boys a lot of credit. Right. They really right. leaned hard on their starting five, as Orleans did as well, and. It just came down to Bar Reeve making a couple of plays and a couple of plays that bounced their way, and that was really the difference tonight in this matchup. Can, does either team have a chance in regulation? I mean, regulation seems like so long ago. Does anybody have a chance to win it in regulation? Uh, there were a couple of opportunities throughout, I would say. I mean, you know, both teams had shots going through the overtimes. I don't think anybody really had a clean look at it at the end of regulation. I think Bar Reef had a half-court shot, but it wasn't in time. And, I mean, it seemed like there were, like, four game-winning attempts or five at some point, right. for, and both teams had their chances. Ian Hall had a shot for Orleans, their senior forward, over a, the outstretched arm of a Bar Reeve defender, just missed it off the back rim at the end of the third overtime. Mm-hmm. Donnie Miller for Bar Reeve, a senior forward for them, had a chance on a breakaway layup that just rimmed out that Orleans got the rebound on. So there were a lot of different times where it could have been over. Both teams had their chances to end it. Bar Reeve even had a shot before the buzzer at one point from half court that went off the back of the rim. And the entire Viking nation behind the backboard, you could see their hands up looking to see it look good, and it just wouldn't go down. So both teams had their chances. But, my goodness, it was truly a game of inches throughout tonight. The ball could have bounced either way. And, for the Vikings, I'm sure they're grateful that it bounced their way as many times as it did. But for Orleans, they did everything they could. They're two two of their best players, two of their seniors, Carter Allen and Xavier Alston, filed out of this game tonight. And so they were having to play with Gage Dixon, a reserve off the bench as a senior, and Alex DeWitt, right. a sophomore forward. And those guys did hey, a really David, good job. David, I need you to hang on through this break, okay? No problem. All right, we'll come back, talk some more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell, talking with David Deaton. He has the Bar Reeve five-overtime win over Orleans and sectional championship play tonight. All right, I forget where we were. Just tell me. Tell me. I asked you if somebody had a chance to win in regulation. Did, did teams have a chance to win in, in those succeeding overtimes? Yeah, the Orleans had a chance to hit a buzzer beater at the end of the third overtime. Their senior forward, Ian Hall, who scored his thousandth point this season, had a chance to get it. It was a really good jump shot right around the right elbow. He just missed it off the back of the rim. Bar Reeve had a defender there to influence the shot. But Ian got about as, as clean a look as he was going to get in that situation and just missed it. And mm-hmm. Donnie Miller for Bar Reeve had a breakaway layup that – rimmed out on him. Hall actually influenced mm. that just a little bit on the other end and the Bulldogs were able to get the rebound and so it just kind of went back and forth. The fourth overtime ended up being free throw shooting for Bar Reeve. They made mm-hmm. five out of six at the line. Orleans Hall got wow. a couple of really nice shots to keep the Bulldogs alive. Send it into that fifth overtime at 59 apiece and then it just came down to Bar Reeve getting a couple of breaks with Orleans missing a layup after making a basket and getting a couple of free throws, they were the Vikings were able to get out on the breakaway, get the layup to go up six, and never looked back after that. But Orleans never quit. A couple of guys who are seniors fouled out, and Orleans was in this spot last year against Lagodi, fell short against the Lions, and obviously tough for them because they hadn't won a sectional in nine years. But the senior class at Orleans had a ton of success throughout their careers as Bulldogs, and They'll be remembered forever, especially for this one. They'll never forget playing in this one as their last game. And for Mm -hmm. Bar Reeve and Josh Mm -hmm. Thompson, they they definitely have had a very good season. They've been fantastic after struggling a year ago. The guys that came back have worked hard, and 
here they are, sectional champions at Bar Reeve, a place they're accustomed to being, but a place they haven't been for a few years. First time they've won, I think, in three years as far as winning a sectional title. David Deaton, you're the luckiest guy I know out there. What a great opportunity for you and WKLO. Uh, I forgot they had a triple overtime game in regular season, but tonight in quintuple overtime, it is a uh, it is a fantastic, fantastic win for Bar Reeve over Orleans tonight. I appreciate the call, David Deaton. Try to relax if you can. <laughs> have, have a great weekend. Thank you, Coach. You too. Coming up, we're going to spend some more time talking about basketball. It's a fantastic, fantastic night. And uh, I am so happy for uh, all, all the coaches who have won. Um, you know, and, and it's just a uh, it's one of those nights takes me back. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> it does take me back. I don't think anyone cares to hear about how we won in 1969 at Brownsburg, but those memories come up and it looks if you've played in our state and won sectional championships or lost you know what this what this feels like so we have a lot more basketball to come uh next hour we're going to spend some time talking about some college basketball going to talk about notre dame's win going to set the stage for what's happening tomorrow iu in action with maryland Uh, we'll talk about that right now though coming up top of the hour scoreboard update with Eddie Garrison, this is Indiana Sports Talk.